Hey, Taco the Towners, just a quick note before we start the show. We've got a very special episode of Taco the Town coming your way this week. Me and executive producer Chris Garibaldi were invited to do the show this week from a little place called Riverside, Missouri, where they were holding the inaugural edition of the Loud and Local Music and Arts Festival. We had a great time at Loud and Local. We interviewed some musical acts, some Lotus Pool Records artists, and also did a taco review. But it's not the taco review we were going to do because the taco truck that we were going to review never showed up. But we do a taco-themed review anyway with a very special guest that joins us. So without further ado, here is our day at Loud and Local in Riverside, Missouri from this past weekend. On to the show. Welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until my glow stick and baby pacifier provider tells me that it's the right time for me to taco about it. Today, we are on location live at Loud and Local, a festival unlike any other in Riverside, Missouri history. Wouldn't you say, co-host Chris Garibaldi? It's the first of its kind in Riverside history. It's beautiful. The smart water's starting to kick in, so everything's starting to look, the colors are starting to be more vibrant. I could use a pacifier myself right Yeah, now. I've got some glow sticks and, and some pacifiers in the van if you need some. Yeah, because that I had a payday, whole. I took a whole payday, king size, and then <laughs> I've got about three quarters of a smart water down. So when that kicks in, man, Are you, this that, is going to be a party. Is that how you get started on a, an, at your festivals? You start with a big payday bar? I do a king size payday because they're healthy because yeah. it's peanuts. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And that, you know, you, you just start tripping balls off of that and then you get that smart water going and you're just out of control at that point. I'm going bottomless today. For the oh, rest wow. Of the day. That's my goal. It's, it's called a Porky Piggin' It, isn't Porky it? Porky Piggin' It today. Or Winnie the Poohin'. Winnie the Pooing, <laughs> Donald the Ducking, all sorts of bottomless references. <laughs> so it's that kind of festival. Scott, I wasn't sure. Scott thought it was a Red Hot Chili Peppers type thing, but 
they just have the socks, right? I, right. I want to have a shirt on. I don't want to look like an idiot. Right, right, right. So yeah, we're in Riverside, Missouri, live at Loud and Local, powered by Battery Tour, Argosy Casino, Hotel and Spa, and Mix 93.3. Lotus Pool Records, which is a sponsor of Taco the Town, a lot of their artists are performing in this festival today, along with your band, The Sun Eaters, who wrote the Taco the Town theme song and all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Isn't that right? That's right. Crafted by Scott Hartley, bass now, player, multi-instrumentalist. Will you be performing the Taco the Town theme song as the final song after the encore tonight? Or will you start the show with the Taco the Town theme song? You know, we tried hard <laughs> to learn that song as a four-piece band, and we just never could get it together. Oh, so it's more of a studio track. It's a studio track. And not a live track. It's, not, it's, it's a deep cut, studio deep cut. Okay. Well, that's disappointing, but I'm sure everyone understands. Okay, we are joined now by event organizer. How would you like to be introduced? Oh... Krista, event organizer, planner. Planner, organizer of Loud and Local. Of Loud, of, yeah, of Loud and Local. CEO, COO, CTO of Loud and Local. <laughs> April Roberson. <laughs> really everything, right? <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are out here. This I pulled fun. you away. You are, everyone's running up to you with, is, are all the fires put out? Or are they? There's always fires. <laughs> it's just which ones, which flames do we need to fan first, really? Or I guess throw water on. I guess fanning them makes them bigger, right? Right. Yeah, let's not fan the flames. <laughs> there might be some flames we want to fan, but... <laughs> that will make the fire bigger. Yeah, yeah. So yep. how's it going so far? It's how's going it? good. Everything's set up. People trickling in. Got the bands going, sounding great. We have Heidi Gluck up right now. She sounds amazing as usual. That's awesome. Thank you for having her. Yeah, no, so happy to. So tell me about this event and how you came up with it. Well, so what originally spurred the idea was that I had all these favorite artists that were local that I would talk to people about. They'd be like, who's that? Like, how do you not know this person or that person? I feel like I see them everywhere and hear them everywhere. And so I thought, you know, to bring all these people together and have a whole festival, a whole day of local bands to give them exposure and let people have the treat of hearing them and finding a new favorite. So that's, that's awesome. what kind of spurred it on. And then, you know, local business, local food trucks, you know, always supporting local. I love this location too. I love the little clock tower there. Mm -hmm. That's cool. This is a great location. Yeah, you'd have to check out the backstage, the band area. Oh, it's I haven't been there sweet. yet. So Hillcrest Thrift Shop. Donated furniture to us for the so we have a bunch of retro furniture and stuff back there and it's cool. cool. Is, is that for Calvin? Of, that's not for the, us. That's that, for that's Calvin. No, that's right? for everybody. Everybody gets to go back there. <laughs> I will say Calvin does have a chair only because I walked in and it's this big uh, wicker chair with the big peacock back. I walked in. I was like. That looks like Calvin. Like, That's the Calvin Arsenia Calvin sitting chair. in that chair. Are yeah. he and his entourage back there sort of taking up the whole backstage space? They are not here. I think they left. Oh, they will okay. be back. They All will right. be back, of course, but uh, they were here earlier getting ready. So practicing with the aerial, Casey Aerial Arts. Oh, yeah, there's going to be aerial right, yeah. performers during mm -hmm. his act or during all the... All, so we have them a few times throughout the day in between sets. And then we have um, Casey Contemporary Arts will be out here dancing... Um, when the audience do a couple of sets and um, then during Calvin's performance, they have a big show that will be taking place with Calvin cool. during his performance. So I've heard it's pretty cool. Now, April, you were on the show last year and we did the Argosy Casino yes. Lucky Taco restaurant. Yes. 
How has your life changed taco-wise since you were on Taco the Taco Town? Taco-wise. Well, I've actually been playing around. I love fish tacos. Okay. But I've never been good at making my own at home. I can make all other kinds of tacos, but not, not fish. I've never been that good at them. So I've been uh, working on that, perfecting that, and I finally got one that everybody in my house was like, these taste like they came from a restaurant. Nice. Yes. Good job. <laughs> That's a taco accomplishment. That's yes. a taco accomplishment. Yes. 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 And I'm gluten-free now, so I had to do them all gluten-free. And I mean, usually you can do a gluten-free taco because it's corn, right? Unless right. It's flour, but... Now, we were supposed to review a taco truck today. The taco truck has not arrived. I think, do you believe it will still arrive? Well, it's their loss if they don't. <laughs> and I think we'll know how that review will go, right? <laughs> Hard to get five stars. That'll be a really quick review. <laughs> right. That I have, I did try the acai bowl people, though. My daughter got one and brought it up to me. Those are pretty good. What is an acai bowl? It's, it's the, uh, I'm not really sure how they do it, but it's the acai berry. Oh, it's a berry thing. I don't know what asahi is. I've never had asahi. Yeah, so I'm going to have to try it today for the first time. It's interesting. It's a it's a health thing. It's okay. Health so thing. it's healthy. We All right. We also have. Did you see the Veg Life people over I there? I did. The vegan what hot dogs and sausages. There's a creperie here as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. That the looks crepery, good. We've had them before. They're awesome. Crepes are. Good. We've discussed this on the show before. Crepes are kind of like tacos, right? Yeah. I mean, you can fold them. Yeah. Put stuff in them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're a, they're a dessert. Well, they have savory crepes, too. Yeah. I like dessert crepes, personally. But, yeah, I think that would qualify as a taco, for sure. Anything you can fold, right? Yeah, fold, I mean... But then that was the question, because you can fold pizza. So could you call pizza? <laughs> if you use the pizza, if you use... We've, we've talked about this. If you use the pizza as the tortilla and yeah, put... Yeah, and you put stuff it. Put stuff so the, with the beef and be chicken stuffing. and cheese and lettuce stuffing. and... Yeah. Okay. Okay. That could be a pizza taco, yeah, yeah. And, and a different than a taco pizza, yeah, which is a okay. whole other thing. Right, right. Yeah, interesting concept. Have you uh, discovered any new taco places in Kansas City since you were last okay. on the show? Man, I don't know the name of it, but right over um, off of Vivian Road here in the Vivian, um, it's like a shopping center. It's like bright orange or something. There is a little hole in the wall Mexican place. Adelitas. How was it? I it was hear. great. Okay. They have a they have a taco called the Cowboy Taco. The cowboy Taco. Okay. I might have to walk over there today, try a taco, <laughs> <laughs> and then report back. So we went over there, and um, there's another place in the same in the strip same mall. Strip. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the name of that one is yeah. either. I'm not very, I'm not very good on my taco joints here in Riverside. I should be <laughs> right. Um, but I drove by there the other day. I had to pick up some signs that were. Uh, place next to them and they had the kitchen door open and I had all this awesome Latino music going on. I was like, woo. Okay. That sounds like fun. That's a place I'd like to go eat. Now there's a different name to that area. Is that Northmore? What's it called? Yeah. So technically it's Northmore. It's Northmore, Missouri and, and, Riverside. and in Riverside. Are they rivals? No. So the funny thing with Northmore is it's like it's really, it's like one road. It's just one road? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's like this one tiny little section. Okay. So are you a Riverside native? I'm not. Well, business, yes. Business, We've always okay. had businesses in Riverside, and then I work in Riverside, but I my house is just right outside of Riverside. They I'd say a, Riverside's a good area for tacos, yeah, from yeah, what I've do. found in Riverside. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is a good place. Well, thanks again for having us here at the festival. 
Yeah, thank you and for having thanks me. Thanks for this is an incredible setup. I gotta say, this is yeah. pro setup. The sound sounds amazing. Yeah, it really does. excited the stage to play is today. Great too. The guys yeah, the stage did a great job. Oh, I'd yeah. like to say Cornerstones of Care, their healthy living department. They brought some of their fo- older foster kids who are learning trade skills. They came out and helped build that stage. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, let me know if that taco truck shows I up. I will. I will. And as you've seen, I've had like a couple people come up trying to get me away yeah. from you guys. So. Well, we'll let you go. I can't hide. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Thanks for me. giving us a few few minutes yeah. of your time. Okay. We are joined by former Taco the Town guest, musical artist here at Loud and Local, Nathan Juries. <laughs> Nathan, you did, an, you did an outstanding set for us today. Well, thank we, you. We sit here. The backdrop of this is a uh, Lotus Pool artist Chris Cardwell is doing his set. How did it feel up there? It's pretty professional, isn't it? Oh yeah, it was great. Uh, nice sound system. Nice big stage to wander around. It's, it's all incredible. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You use that stage too. You do a lot of moves. When oh you're yeah. Up there. Oh yeah. You know, a couple backflips. Uh, I like that when you went low to the ground uh-huh. and did that kind of pelvic thrust move. That was cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one's for the ladies, you know. Right. Oh, that yeah. wasn't directed at Dave. Oh, uh, I mean, no, 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 oh, no. Oh, okay. No. It's directed right. at anybody. I anybody. Thought. I'd never seen I you perform all the love, those. All the love. That was great. Those songs were awesome. Yeah, you sweet, use, thank you. What's the uh, the system you use? It's like it's a, a it's a looper pedal. So it's the RC three hundred Boss looper. It has like three different tracks, so I can uh, press the pedal, record something, then repeat it, and then build songs from there. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Have you ever seen Reggie Watts perform? I have not. Oh man, you'd love Reggie Watts. Yeah? He uses that too. Really? It's so good. Yeah. You were very Reggie Watts-esque today. Sweet. He doesn't you. do guitar though. Okay. So you Wait, is he just vocal? Like Yeah. Oh, does he do the the intro to Key and Peel? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. no, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. He did uh, he was on Comedy Bang Bang for a while too. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Nathan, yeah. you've been away for a year. I think the last time I spoke to you was last summer. You were on the show. Yeah, that's right. Tell me, you've been away in Boston. What's the taco scene like in Boston? Have you become friendlier to tacos? Is uh, Boston not a taco town? Let me know what's going I, on. I hate to break it to you, Dave. I hate to break it. I'm not having warmed up any to the tacos. You're the taco still scene. anti-taco. Pretty anti-taco. Pro, Pro-Asian pro food, you know. I'm sorry, I can't. So you ha- still haven't learned. I remember the big thing on your episode was that you had you didn't know how to hold or eat a taco. Bas- basically, yeah. So you're still in that phase of your I, life. I still cannot correctly hold a taco. You're still in that phase of your development. Yeah. He's still not, I mean, you know, the human brain is not fully developed until you're 24 years old, and Nathan is only 20 years old. So okay. Nice, nice. He's got yeah. four more years to go before he can really, truly decide that he doesn't like tacos. Yeah. Past, past then, it's all over. It's all downhill, you know, so. But when yeah. you were in Boston and your new friends you <laughs> met in college were like, hey, let's all go out for some tacos, you'd be like, sorry, guys. I'm going to sit this one out. Yeah, no, we wouldn't. I'd, I'd make sure there's no talk of tacos. Oh, so you, you know? didn't make friends with people that like tacos. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I, I made sure all my friends were also anti-taco, you know. So I can't remember. Did you like, do you like burritos, enchiladas, or do you just yeah, don't I like? Yeah, do, I do like some like enchiladas, you know. I, I like wraps. Is that close? It's kind of like a burrito. Yeah, I mean, I like, do you know the, the Tika house down in the River Market? You told me about that. That's your place. Tika yeah. House. They have a really good rap. That's like, I'm pretty sure Indian cuisine, you know? Okay. Yeah. What if someone would put Indian food in like a tortilla? 
like a folded tortilla and made it like an Indian like food. Like just a half folded tortilla. Yeah. Like a taco. Would you like a soft taco? See how he laughed at that? Like, yeah. like that's ridiculous. That's, that's what a taco is. Nathan, he like, he You're thought, mad you do he know that it was that like a dumb idea a for food and it's actually a very popular food item <laughs> known worldwide. Nathan, you just, you are, usually we don't have non-taco lovers on the show, but I love that you are so anti-taco. I know. I mean, you have to have the devil's advocate, you know? Right. For any, like, sort of thing, so yeah. So you just think what we do here on the show is kind of wacky. Oh, no, 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 no. You're you're a great advocate for taco lovers, and I appreciate that. Like, that's super important to have in the world, so this is a great show. I love it. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. I'm glad you still support the show. You just oh, yeah. don't support tacos. Yes, Spe- yes, speaking of, of worldwide, I want to say hello to our Taco the Town listeners in Australia and Qatar. We've added uh, a couple exotic countries to our listenership, so thank you for listening. Yes, right. definitely. Thanks for listening, Very everybody. Cool. And thanks to all the fans out there who've, who've been listening lately. We just want to give you a virtual hug. Mm, big hug. Mm, tuck it. And a shout out to uh, Artemis Armas, a soon-to-be colonel in the Air Force, who uh, sent us some beautiful T-shirts to He's wear. He's a big fan of the show. He's going to be on the show. Yeah, he's going to be on the show. He's a big fan of the show. He's going to be on soon. He's the guy, if you'll remember my superhero tequila story, he was he was with me in that story. Nathan, I, any superhero tequila antics while you were away at college this year? Yeah, tell us about your freshman year of college. Uh, I mean, it was pretty cool. I uh, just took a lot of, like, music classes. Uh, got some liberal arts out of the way. You know, I took a, a nice, like, Japanese art and culture class for, like, some random credit I had to take. So that was, that was good. We watched an anime. It was nice. Really? Yeah. So in college now, you just watch anime. Oh yeah. It's just all anime. (laughs) And you get a good It's not drugs or sex or booze anymore. Oh, that's lame. That's like, that's like like the thing of the past. That's what old people do. It's all about the anime these days. Yeah. (laughs) Oh boy. So what is, what is the Boston food scene like? Do they like tacos there? Are they more in an enchilada town? I'm picturing them as being a real big enchilada town. You know, I'm going to be on. I haven't seen a lot of like taco places. Do they not have lots of I good mean, Mexican have, food? They have quite a few, you know, pizzerias. Like Ita- there's a lot of Italian places. Would you say not good. a lot of enchilada? Not a lot of <laughs> enchilada. enchilada. <laughs> All right. That's right, sir. Okay. Well, gosh, um, but you just kept with your uh, love of Asian food. Oh, yeah, there's plenty over there. It's, okay. it's wonderful. Okay. Just not a lot of enchilada. No, no, not a lot of. Well, it's a beautiful day here at Loud and Local. Sure Nathan, um, you've played a lot of shows. You've even traveled doing some shows lately, right? You yeah. were on a little tour. Uh-huh. Where'd you go? So I started in New York and just worked my way all the way back to Kansas City. You know, I hit uh, Cleveland, Ohio, South Bend, uh, Indiana. I got uh, jumped on St. Louis real quick and then, yeah. Any yeah. good stories from the road? Ooh. Well, New York was a, a wonderful show. It was a Rockwood Music Hall. It had like the nice, nice little uh, stage, but it had a grand piano on it too. So. It took up half the stage, so I, I played my set, then I jumped back on the piano and played a couple tunes for everyone. It on the nice grand time. piano? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. You pick up any of that strange anime on the road when you're going on tour? <laughs> <laughs> the strange anime. I'm, I'm using quotations I'm trying right to, now. I'm trying to convert my questions to, to the new young, <laughs> the new young approach to... <laughs> no, no, anime. It's all business. Life. All business on the road. Well, that's good to Get hear. So you're just back in KC for the summer? Are That's you, right. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to hang out for a while, 
I will, I will be out in Colorado later in July for a few shows and then maybe hang out in Boise. That's where my family just moved. So it's probably awesome. good to see the, the family a bit. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Welcome back. Sweet. Thank you. Great, great set. Before Appreciate we uh, sign off with you, Nathan, why don't you tell us about the EP you put out last year and, oh, and your future yeah. plans for recorded music? Yeah. So uh, I have an EP out right now. It's called Gap Year. It's on Spotify, Apple Music. Just look up Nathan Juries. Yeah, it's a six-track EP, and I'm working on uh, some more tracks now, and we'll probably release some stuff in the fall, you know? Where can people find your music? Music, you can go to NathanJuries.com. I have a Facebook, Nathan Juries, uh, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, all of the popular sites, yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, sweet. Thanks for being on the show. Good to see Thanks you Thanks for having me again. Yeah, Thanks, go, go tacos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go tacos. Go tacos. <laughs> you converted them in the last <laughs> second of the show. <laughs> we'll be right back with another guest here at Loud and Local. All right, we're back here. We have another special musical guest here. Just performed, Chris Cardwell. Good afternoon, guys. Chris, what's it like up there? What's going on? It's, is it dangerous? What? There's a lot of security here. What's yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah. The Riverside Police, uh, they kept the seething masses at bay, so nobody was able to rush the stage so far this morning. But the stage setup is beautiful. I mean, this is top-notch, premier sound system, and uh, nice breeze coming out of the south-southwest, keeping it cool, and blue skies. I mean, it is just a beautiful day to be out here. And uh, playing music. Riverside Chamber of Commerce Day, I'd say. Oh, yeah. You're you're guaranteeing no rain for the Sun Eater show, right? Or the thunder will just strike right when we play light, do you think? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I thought we were, <laughs> uh, we had planned this, like, special effect, like, show where God himself, like, strikes the stage and we all evaporate into will pure God light. Will God be here today? God is everywhere, Scott. <laughs> Scott! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Or did you call me God? Did God. you call me Scott or God? I, I, it was a slip. We'll, we'll edit that in post. Scott. He called you Scott, I think. Scott. He just, Chris just, he just sees us as like figure in front of me one, figure in front of me two, figure in front of me three. Yep. We're just excuses to have the drums on stage. Yeah. yeah. So Chris, uh, this, you're... This, is, this is my friend, not the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> guitar guy three, guitar guy two. Person up there. Uh, Chris, your album, Burning Heart, when was it released? Uh, a couple months ago? Well, we dropped, Last fall, right? Yeah, just uh, late last fall, um, September. Yeah, it's it's been out uh, now for eight months. And people can find that on lotuspool.com, right? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Lotus Pool uh, Records website. Uh, it's also available uh, for download iTunes and, and um, you can stream it on Spotify and all that. So How would you describe your, your sound? Well, uh, it's definitely a folk-influenced uh, record, um, Americana-style songwriting. But um, when we were able to be in the, in the studio with um, Matt Allen, the, the Lotus Pool engineer, we brought in a lot of great musicians. I, I had some cool arrangements written by a, a great uh, musician named Peter Lawless. We had some cool collaborative stuff, so it's, it's really beefy on the album. It's not just uh, singer-songwriter stuff. So it's a beefy sound. Yeah, a beefy, folky, beefy okay. <laughs> sound. It sounds like if you were to buy um, an Italian beef sandwich out of a Chicago hot dog stand and just, oh, oh, just got to eat it. And then go eat it in like a meadow. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, That's it. Right. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, I just got personally thanked by Heidi Lynn Luke. Um, just, I, I think that's kind of... It's pretty awesome. That's about as, as good as my day is going to get. Who's very calmly turning in a fucking amazing set. Uh, yeah, very calmly, like, just 
killing it. She's, she's <laughs> killing it softly. Woo! So, Chris, you were on the show last year. I believe we reviewed Tequila Harry's on your episode. We did. Uh, how has your life changed since you were last on Taco the Town, taco-wise? Have you been eating a lot of tacos? Have you backed off tacos? What's the taco scene like in your world? Well, um, I don't know if we mentioned uh, at the time last year, I had just recently discovered uh, a good lunch spot. I work, of course, for Bridging the Gap, one of the sponsors and, and supporters of the Loud and Local Festival. And two blocks away from our office in the West Bottoms is a, a remarkably high cuisine liquor store called The Lunchbox. Okay. Have you heard of The Lunchbox? I have. Yeah. Taco Tuesday at The Lunchbox. It is like, that has been the, the most life-changing taco experience since our last visit here. For real? Yeah. Okay. It's about the size of, say, like a, a quick trip bathroom, and it is one entire wall full of uh, nothing but, you know, liquor and beer in, in coolers, and then a small stand at the end uh, with two cash registers and a kitchen in the back. And uh, on a Tuesday, if you uh, every day at the lunch hour, there's a line out the front door because it's it's kind of in a factory district, you know, a lot of working people. But on ta on Taco Tuesday, I go about 15 minutes before 12, and I can get a seat. And we have been be begun calling it the Taco Sauna because <laughs> if you leave the lunchbox on Taco Tuesday after having sat and ordered the four tacos pastor, you will not forget where you have been for the next three days. Oh, so it lingers a little. It, it kind of like gets in your skin and, and it like definitely gets in my beard and it's just, it seeps into your, your soul. It's, it's wow. beautiful taco it's, spirit. It sounds like something I'd like to check out. Yeah. So I'd, I think you should definitely do an episode live from the taco sauna at the lunchbox. Have you seen the commercials for those things called sauna pants? <laughs> Where they fill pants with uh, hot sauna water. Is it kind of similar to that? I don't, I don't think that that would be very similar <laughs> unless you were to put the tacos in your pants as, as, and, oh, and, and then, okay. let, then that would, yeah, kind of infuse. I feel like you should get some sauna pants. Okay. Or I should. Well, you could buy me some. Okay. I'd wear right. them at least once. So the, the show tonight, Sun Eaters, you guys are performing. You are the drummer for Sun Eaters as well. And uh, uh, Chris Garibaldi, you are lead singer and a guitarist for Sun Eaters. What do you guys have planned tonight? Anything, uh, anything that uh, you can reveal here before your show or uh, anything special? Well, we're playing a lot of the new record today. Okay. And we're excited to, to reveal it. I think we played a few songs from it last year, but this year the set is predominantly Sun Eaters 3 uh, with a couple of songs that uh, it's probably the first time we've played them live. And there might be trapeze artists and people doing um, flips and stuff. I hope they're flipping and yeah. trapezing. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And you guys are not performing the Taco the Town theme song. At least you're not saying it right now. You don't want people to get like too excited. No, no. Cur currently it's not on the set list. But if there, <laughs> if there is a, a, a raging desire for an encore... Um, Okay. You know, if you, if you get something going in the crowd at the end, like, taco, 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 then I if think... If there's I enough think, Taco the Town fans here that are demanding it, you will play it. Yeah, absolutely. Woo! We, we tried to add it to the set. Scott nixed it, though. We, okay. We, we, we made a noble effort. Chris and Scott had it. I think Mike and I just didn't quite know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, and honestly, at that point, you know, I think you, should, you guys should just go take a break, you know, underneath the stage, like <laughs> if, like Van Halen or something. And, uh, you know, let us do the 20-minute version of Taco the Town. That's not a bad town. idea. 
it is a dance. It maybe it's more geared towards dance festopia, the Ooh. dance festival. Maybe yeah. that's something that could be performed. We there. could have a Sun Eaters remix appearance and do do a, an electronica versions. Of yeah, maybe our host Ay could spin a little Taco the Town theme song for us. Yeah, the electronic album. That would be a, a club pleaser. Chris, thanks for being on the show and uh, great set earlier today. And I can't wait to see you play with Sunny Years later today. Thanks a lot, Dave. Thanks a lot, Chris. Thank you. Okay, we're back here live at Loud and Local. I keep wanting to say live and local. Lotus Pool and local or Loud and Lotus Pool? <laughs> live and Lotus Pool. Live and Lotus Pool. And we are joined by former guests of Taco the Town, musical artist here at Loud and Local. Heidi Lynn Gluck. Hello. Great set today. That was awesome. Incredible set. Thanks. The new stuff is, is amazing. Thank you. How was your loud and local experience so far? Oh, I had so a great far? time. The PA is awesome, and that makes such a difference. And the sound guys, too. So I could have. I felt like I could have sang all day. Yeah. We would have been okay with that. Okay. Your voice was yes. angelic today. Oh, thank you. It always is. It's kind of scratchy right now. I got a new sweater, which I wore this morning, but it had... They sent it with perfume. Like they put perfume on it before they put it in the box. Oh. And also the sweater is made of wool. It's a hot something. day to wear a sweater. It was cold this morning okay. at the farmer's market. <laughs> but it made my throat kind of scratchy. It's one of the eight, live on? 82 degree weather sweaters. Yeah. It's like LA, you know, they wear sweaters in LA. When it's 60 out, yeah. The next band's going on right now. Who um, is this? Do we know? They're doing a, I don't know. Let's come up with a name for them. Um, um Mickey and the Jinx. Shorts and pants. <laughs> Shorts, Shorts and pants. And pants. <laughs> or short pants. That's a good name. Yeah, that's a good one. Short, shorty and the pants. I like that one a lot. <laughs> so Heidi, do you have a new album coming out soon? Well, or I'm just recording it right working now. Working on I'm it? Slowly getting there. Yeah. You were recently back in your home country True. of Canada yep. this week. Yes. Just visiting your parents. Um, I visited my parents and my brother and his wife and did some hikes where the boreal forest starts. It's really beautiful. Manitoba? In Manitoba. What's the governmental system there? Are they uh, socialist? Are they communist? What is Canada? I would say uh, capitalist socialist. Feudal socialism. We also have a queen. (laughs) You have a queen? Who is it? You? <laughs> a token queen named Elizabeth. Oh, the Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Oh, the the British Queen. Why doesn't Canada get their own queen? Back in uh, what was it? Last fall, you were on Taco the Town, and we reviewed Taco Zone. I was at Taco Zone two days ago. How was it? Still really good. good. They took a little longer than usual to get the tacos to me. I was okay. I was kind of in a hangry mood, and I was a little disappointed in that. But <laughs> the tacos made up for Still it. Still good. Well, I got nachos. Does that count? Those are good too. Yeah. And you know, I had never gotten the black beans there. Have you tried them? No. Good. They're really good. Oh, and have you tried their drinks? Yes. In the big batch? Yeah. Oh. The horchata. Yeah. What I like right now is the Jamaica. 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 It's like a hibiscus. Oh. It's like hibiscus and sugar. Oh my gosh. It's really tart and sweet. Now, when you were on the episode last year, we talked about a lot of your Canadian food, comfort food, like beaver tails and stuff like that. Did you have any of that when you were back in Canada? Um, Sorry, did you say beaver tails? Yeah, beaver tails. You can eat beaver tail? Yeah. 
It's a, do you eat your Canadian sea beaver tail? It's a dessert. Do you prepare Just that for your son dough. at home when he comes over? It's not a real beaver. It's it's, it's a dough. bread dough fried up. Oh, I thought it was. And then you dip it in sugar. And then you dip it in like syrup and sugar. Sure. Okay. Sure there's syrup. What I did I have? I don't know. I thought you could get beaver at McGonagall's. You might. Is beaver? You can get pizza at McDonald's. In Canada? Yeah. Pizza at McDonald's? I like that I'm pitching McDonald's, Coca-Cola Classic, and Taco Zone. <laughs> <laughs> the three big brands. What, did you have any Tim Tims while Yes, you I did have some Timmies. You did? Yeah, I got um, one honey dip donut. I got a, a steeped tea. You could, When you order the tea there, you can either get the bag separate or you can ask for it steeped. Wow. Um, what would be the point of not having it steeped? So you, you can, just look you can at manage the, bag? the weakness. Oh, yeah. you get to steep do tea it. is pretty strong. Tim Tims are like little donut holes, right? Tim bits. Tim bits. Are the little, I got those on the way home, Ooh. To Kansas, and those I got ten honey dips, five chocolate, five raspberry filled. Did you bring anything back, or did they confiscate? I it? did bring stuff back. I tried to bring some fruit and vegetables back, and they confiscated quite a bit of it uh. at the border. If you don't have it labeled in the bag. They take it. They dumped it all in the trash. How's did you bring a jar of soil with you? I thought about it. <laughs> I've always wanted not. to go through customs with a jar of soil, knowing <laughs> that that's a big no-no. Yeah, it's a big no-no. So this week, um, the Canadian um, basketball NBA team, the Toronto Raptors, won the National Basketball Very Association excited. Championship. And you were telling me that nobody in Manitoba talked about it. I didn't hear one word about it until I got back to Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> Manitoba awesome. likes to pretend that Tor Toronto doesn't exist. You said it's like you know, Toronto's like almost like America. Yeah. yeah. So it, not a big deal in Manitoba. What about if what if it were a snowmobile championship? Would people talk about it? What would really get them going is curling. Go oh, curling. Does everybody hear this? I bet it's the bass players. That's a total bass player car. I... Yeah. I, I just decided that I was allowed to park backstage. Whoa! Our Taco the Town the taco banner just flew up. It's kind us. of blustery here. Hey, what are we live on? We're live on all the platforms right now. <laughs> you could be streaming us on Netflix, you could be streaming us <laughs> on Hulu, Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime, HBO Go. Oh, we're definitely on HBO Go right now. Sling, Sling, Slingbox, yeah, Dropbox. Shutter, the horror, Shutter, <laughs> the horror um, subscription service. Now, Heidi, I'm sorry we don't have any tacos here for you to, I'm sorry to try. About that too. Um, the taco I see chips. There's taco chips. The taco truck did not show up. So they were supposed to be here. We're still waiting on it to show Damn up. It. Well, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for performing at Loud and Local. It was very, very good to see you again. Perform live, and um, where thank can you. are you? Do you have any gigs coming up the rest um, of yeah, summer? Yeah, I've got a whole bunch this summer around Lawrence and Kansas City. Check my website, HeidiGluck.com. HeidiGluck.com. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on the show. Good to see you. See ya. Bye. Friends, Lotus Pool Records knows the unfathomable darkness is upon us. 
fear and anxiety stoked by incessant email, texts, tweets, DMs, the constant social pressure to be your best self, the 24-hour news cycle pitting us against each other in a digital civil war. The attack may be virtual, but the casualties are real. Good news. There is a cure. Sun Eaters 3, Unfathomable Darkness. The latest album from Kansas City's sincere rock smartasses is here to help you through the darkness. Sun Eaters love you no matter who you are. We know that your flaws and mistakes make you human and beautiful. We want you to feel peace, love, and congregation. Lay down your devices. Turn off your notifications and turn on the darkness. Unfathomable Darkness is the soundtrack to your cathartic recovery. It will let you laugh, cry, elate, and shake your ass despite everyone watching. On July 26th, download and stream Sun Eaters 3 Unfathomable Darkness everywhere. Brought to you by Lotus Pool Records. Join us at lotuspool.com. All right, we're back at Loud and Local. We have been joined by another amazing guest here at Loud and Local and a former Taco the Town guest. <laughs> you were on the Kansas City Taco Company episode back a couple years ago. Was that a couple years ago? It was like back in the early 90s, I think. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny Severo. Yes. That was Thank like a you. year ago. A year or yeah. so, yeah. Um, Hi. So how has your life changed since you were last on Taco the Town? What's going on? <laughs> so I, I actually got more into tacos since that episode. Oh, nice. <laughs> and that's, this is the truth. So my favorite taco place, should I tell you what it is? Yeah. It's a tiki taco. Love that place. And my favorite is their um, Tommy Fish Taco. I love the names of their tacos. Yeah, I always get two of those. It just like hits the spot. It's so good. It's so damn good. And they, they have that car that's kind of shaped like a mini yeah, taco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's always been a dream of mine is to have a taco shaped car. So I'm glad that they're... I could see you in one. I can see you in that. It's kind of a little car though. And I'm, I'm kind of tall. <laughs> So I might not fit in the car properly. As long as you do the artwork for the car. On the outside? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I would have to paint it and make it it's look like loud. one of my... So we're over here. You're manning the painting and wine section here at Loud and Local? Yep. How's it going? I, the people who did wander in, they were more into the freestyle, so I let them kind of freestyle, and I kind of gave them a little bit of guidance, and that's always more fun anyway. I kind of feel like I want to paint a taco as I talk to you. I think you should. Because you are a painter yes. and artist yourself. Have you done any taco-themed paintings? No, not yet. You we should... can, maybe we should do one together. <laughs> <laughs> you should get into that. It's yeah. A... The paint is super dry right now because it's been not set out for a while. You want some fr fresh or you want just like... It's like a pudding. You have to take the top skin off that paint. I'll make it work. So, yeah? okay. so, so Tiki Taco... And, and they're fish tacos. Yeah, it's my favorite. What kind of wine are you having right now? I just like got a cab, a cab from over in the wine tasting area. People are drinking wine and painting a lot. Like it's a new like thing people do together. Like they have to drink wine and paint. It's like it, become a, a thing. It loosens them up. Really? It makes them feel more. A lot of people are very nervous about painting for the first time. I get a lot of newbies and they're like, I can't paint. I'm like, no, I just 
And once they get the buzz and I guide them, they start to take off. That's good. So I, I have a lot of success. <laughs> so yeah. they have to get that buzz on first. Yeah. <laughs> so you well, host, it helps. You host those uh, those wine painting parties. Where do you usually do that? Well, I used to work for Pino's Palette. Okay. I did that in the Bay for a while, and then I did that here in uh, Kansas City. Well, actually, two studios in the area here, and then I quit and decided to just do it on my own. Oh, nice. Yeah. You also have, you host these uh, disco dancing yes, parties. Yes, Okay, so my favorite thing, one of my favorite things in the world is to, I love, I'm a dancer, and I love to create an atmosphere where people leave and go, they go, what did I, that was amazing. So I like to create all the elements to provide that. So I do silent discos, roller discos. Um, it's all about the right DJs, lighting, getting people to dress up and be in a certain like playful spirit. And then it's just, it's mainly the ambiance and letting people be free. And we just have the best time. Like my parties are, they're legit. They're really good. You said your, <laughs> your next one, you rented out like a 40 person disco yeah. bus. Yeah, it's my second time doing it. So I'm renting out a party bus that's like, has a stripper pole and like light the whole neon lighting. Yeah. So the first time I did this in December, I'm like, we're going to have a two live DJs on the bus. And they didn't get it. They were like, oh, well, we've never done that. I'm like, no, it's okay. It's going to be okay. They, they do this all the time in California. And they're like, okay. So when the DJs, DJs came on, on the bus, <laughs> so when they came on board, they were, the guy was like, do you want to plug in your phone? They're like, no, we have turned, we have turned like we're playing with our turntables. And he was like, okay. So it was the first time Casey has ever had a, two live DJs on a bus and we went all over KC and it was phenomenal. Like it was amazing. It was like a modern day disco on a bus. And you're doing that again? Yeah. When's the next one? 21st of June, this Friday night, baby. And you're, are you sold uh, out? Uh, 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 we're sold out. <laughs> sold out. But there's an after party. Oh, where's the after party? Okay, so. We're meeting and then we're meeting up and then coming back at the home of Dr. Sketchy's at the West Bottoms. Is that a, like a doctor in town? They call it the Union Library. Just look it up. Okay. It's at the West Bottoms. Union Library. Dr. Sketchy's home. Is there going to be a, a Dr. Sketchy's uh, uh, drawing session afterwards? Oh, no. Oh, no. Not, not <laughs> this, this night. This is just dancing. What's going to happen is the two DJs on the, DJs on the bus... Stevie Cruz and Alexis Tucci are going to be back at the library set up and their turntables and the space will turn into a dance studio and roller disco and they're oh going to tag team DJing from 11.30ish until 2.30am. Five bucks y'all. Oh, and the bar will be running and like, yeah. So you can bring, your, you have to bring your own skates. The floor is uneven, so safety third. You're at your own risk. Safety third. Safety third. Uh, yeah. Um, thank you for, for bringing such an awesome party to the city of Kansas City. It's, it's so fun for me. It's one of my favorite things. Like when, when we have these parties, everyone's smiling. Like they've been talking about it since December and <laughs> it's a dream. It's a dream. Um, so you do the silent disco stuff too, right? Yes. Yes, How I do. Are, are you the... Are you the DJ at those? No. Okay. So my friend Ryan Summers is my DJ, and it's a company called Hush Concerts. You can hire him. Super professional. Wireless headsets. 
two to three channels. So everyone's dancing to different music depending on what you tune into. But it's surround sound in your ears and it like gives you permission to just go crazy. Like it's so cool. Oh, I didn't know there were different channels. Yes, yeah, so you so the wireless headsets, they will either be glowing blue, uh, green or orange. I think yeah, blue, green, or orange, I believe. So depending on what channel you're listening to, like if you're really getting down to a fast beat and you, you can look at someone else's headset and see if they're dancing to the same channel as you by what their headphones are glowing as. So when you take off your headset, it's also hilarious and quite a trip to see people dancing like to all these different rhythms together, hardcore to like, you can kind of hear music, but you can because it's, it's, you have to put the headphones on. Yeah. Do you have to wear uh, roller skates at that too? No, that's Does like it, regular dancing. Yeah. Can you, can you and by the way, skates? this Friday, you don't have to wear roller skates either. It's just an idea for a theme, but you can totally like, I wear it for a part way and then my feet get sore. Then I dance the rest of the time. So what do you think of my idea of renting a van and just driving around town and eating tacos in a van? Uh, if you want to do that, <laughs> actually, listen, this? W Dave, if you do that, I will get my DJ to, to DJ on your taco bus and we'll make it a whole taco theme. We'll have people dress us like in taco attire. There you go. <laughs> uh, let's do it. <laughs> no, I'm, I wouldn't love that. I am that. too. Serious, this is a I'm dream serious. of mine. Taco of the Town is all about making taco dreams come true. I would love to co-create this with you Let's because I it. know we can make it so badass. We're going to do it. Can I say that on the air, badass? Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. You can say way worse if you want to. I, I, I have a hard time. Like <laughs> I, I, I have a foul mouth sometimes. Okay. I just, yeah. So loud and local. I'm, I'm working on my taco piece. What do you think so far? It looks like a sun. <laughs> That's what it's supposed to be. It's a rising taco sun. It's rising over purple mountains. You need to make it more of a taco. I, I think you need more well, like... Well, I need some tomatoes. I need some red. You got red? Yes, Wait. I do. Oh. Do Keep you talking got, uh, while I get you red, do you okay? you got brown for some beef? Yes. Keep talking and I'm going to refill right. you. Hold on. Okay, now I've got some... Uh, okay. Got some red paint here. Got a little river. Got my... Uh, Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be great. Oh, so Jenny, you are part of, uh, what is it? Yes, I am. You're, yes. you're part of Downtown Burlesque Underground. Yes. Do you have any shows coming up on that? Actually, I did not mean to plan this, but my next show I couldn't do because I'm doing the disco bus that night and oh, the okay. roller disco and Marissa was, she was sad because she was at my December one with my sister and she wanted to come. But, um, I'm not sure when the next one is, but we, we usually do one once a month. So I'm excited to do the one. I, I'm, I'm assuming it'll be maybe in July or something. Okay. I don't know. And you're usually there. You're yes. usually there. Yes. I love those girls. You did a show. I think this was after you appeared on the show last time, or maybe this was the Halloween show. You painted yourself green like Gamora. Yes. Yes. That was the, um, it was um, the, the superhero. He, it was heroes and villains. And I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to like, I've never been body painted. And I thought if I do green, I can be poison Ivy for the hero. And then wait, oh, yeah. no, poison Ivy for the villain and, and a Gamora for the hero. And so I went and got airbrush painted at us toy <laughs> by this really amazing artist. And like when she first did me, I, I was like, I can't go on stage because I had no other makeup on. So I was like a little incredible Hulk lady. <laughs> it looked so ugly. Like I looked so hideous. It brought out all my wrinkles and 
It was not forgiving on the skin. I'll tell you that because it shows every crevice. How long before you had the green off of you? I oh, mean, were you green for a couple? I had days to have after? help. Yeah, I had to have help. Well, I had to was, get a couple of men help lick it off me. Yeah. As per usual, yeah, that's that happens. Well, thank you so much for letting us come talk to you here. And I just wanted to follow up. I, I always like to follow up with my former guests. Would you like to come on the show again some other time? I would time? love it. Well, next time, I really, I'll, I'll check my schedule and see if I can make this uh, this disco party. If you, all you have to do is tell me a date and your plan, and I will put, arrange oh, the rest. Our taco party, okay. Taco disco party. No, we're gonna do a taco disco bus bus band party. It's gonna be taco themed, and we're just gonna make it all taco taco licious, baby. All right. Well, thanks again for having us over here, and uh, good to see you. I love and, you. And I, I love you too. All right, we're backstage here at Loud and Local. I'm here with another member of the band, Sun Eaters. Hello, Scott. Hartley. Hey, thank you, David. I appreciate you having me on. Scott, thank you for being on the show. Um, you are the author and music smith who created the Taco the Town theme song. Mm-hmm. That's not a lie. I did. It had a different feel to it, but it's since been improved upon by you, David. <laughs> and your, and your it was podcast. originally a song called Be Like the Shark. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, which... I think you can make a connection between tacos and sharks. And, and Taco the Town, the never-ending pursuit of tacos, keep swimming, keep eating. What, can you describe the writing process of when you wrote the music to the Taco the Town, Be Like the Shark song? What's your process like? My process was that I had broken my right elbow, and I was off work for about two months. And I was laying on a futon, and it just, I don't know, it was something that just sort of, uh, appealed to me about the idea of never stop moving, never stop moving like a shark, like a, like shark. a shark. But the irony was that I couldn't move because my arm was broken and I was on heavy pain medication. So, um, yeah, be like the shark. It's, it's a testimony to the intensity and, and just intent of a shark. And it's kind of like my, I'm like a shark, but a shark for tacos. I never stop with tacos. Right. Taco. That's kind of, thank you for allowing us to change the name and applying new lyrics to well, they work. music. They work. And, and in my opinion, it sounds better. You've improved upon it, David. And that's, that's no faint praise coming from me. <laughs> now, would you be okay with us dropping that track at the clubs? Do you think it'd be a good club song? Yeah, I definitely do think it's got, it's got the propulsion of a strong, strong club, acid, breakbeat, backbeat, trance thing. And I think it will work effectively. And I don't think there should be any hesitation getting that out there. Now, there's no plans tonight. You guys are about to go on stage here in a little bit at Loud and Local. There's no plans performing that song, right? No, there's absolutely no plans for... (laughs) We did actually work on it once or twice, but we just could not pull it off. It It was something about it that wouldn't allow it to be played live. Because it's, it's more just a, uh, it's a techno song, correct? Right. There's a lot of uh, electronics. There's a lot of bleep bloops that go into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to replicate that when you got an organic rock band. But if you had a DJ kit and a backwards hat and like some sunglasses, we could probably start getting you gigs at clubs just playing the music from Taco the Town. I think that's, ex- I think that's a wonderful idea. 
I have plenty of baseball hats. Would you be up for that? I would totally be up for that. Okay. Totally up for that. So, Scott, you were on the episode where we reviewed ponchos oh. a couple years ago. Right. right. How have, uh, how's your taco world been since we did the ponchos episode? Have you had any new ponchos experiences? Well, it's funny you should ask that because just today I had to pick up a rental car. And it was on Main Street and it was right across the street from Poncho's. And I was like, you know what? After I pick up this rental car, I'm going drive through. So I had this rental car reserved. So I went over to the uh, uh, Enterprise and they had closed at noon. And I had gotten there at one o'clock to pick up my rental car. I screamed. I screamed. I didn't go to Poncho's, but I went to the Avis down the street to actually where my car was actually reserved by not at oh, Enterprise. So I had to go down place. the street to Avis <laughs> to get my rental car. And on the way back from Avis, I passed Poncho's. So you just, and you, how did it look? Was it, it looked as, it looked as, just <laughs> looked the beat same. up as always. Yeah. Have you eaten at any new taco places lately? Um, any, any new ones that you. Hey, good job. That was great. <laughs> any good taco places? Have you been to the new Mission Taco on the yes, Plaza? Yes, I have. South Plaza? Yeah, How's yeah. That? Well, first of all, the uh, interior design is to die for that mural as the tits. But it was very good. There, there was some. There was a little bit of adventure in their selection that they couldn't exactly pull off as well as I think they could have with the ingredients they were working for. There's some duck. There's some red onion in there that that I liked, but somehow they just didn't jive. But for the most part, it was really, really solid taco making. Yeah, they do. Have, they have a lot of tacos to choose from too. So, so you were a fan of the duck or you thought maybe the- I, I thought the duck was okay. Duck, okay. you know, duck is such a strong flavor that if you throw too many things in with it, it just gets, I don't know. If you throw too many ducks in there. Too many ducks in the pond. <laughs> right. The that's taco what I pond. always say. Yeah. Spoils yeah. the taco. When you throw onions in the duck pond, right? <laughs> you're going to have a problem. So you guys are about to go on stage. Uh, any, uh, can you spill any beans? What are the, got any crazy antics planned? Or, or what, are, what are your thoughts on the show tonight? Well, I had been working on about a five minute stand up bit. Oh, great. People it, love that in the middle of a show. Yeah, people do <laughs> love that. Um, but Chris told me I, I can't do it. It's not exactly family friendly. Was it uh, impersonations? No, it was, it was more like uh, insult comedy. Oh, like Don Rickles stuff. Yeah, kind of like. Triumph, Jesselnick, oh. Don Rickles. You were just going to point at people in the audience yeah. and just start ripping them apart. You, you. <laughs> and how about you? Look at this guy. Look at this guy over here. People love it when you do that. I know shows. they do. <laughs> they love being picked on. It's like reverse heckling. You find one guy in the audience and you pick on him. Well, awesome. Can't wait to, uh, to see the show tonight. And um, thank you for being on the show here at Loud and Local. Well, thank you for having me, David. I appreciate it. All right, Loud and Local. We are back with another very special guest. Joining us is a friend of mine for a long time. She's very disappointed there isn't a taco truck here for us to review. But we're going to get through it because the taco truck has yet to arrive. Isn't that right, guest? That's right. But luckily we have street taco bag of chips. You brought us taco <laughs> flavored chips to save the episode. Thank you very much. I'd like to introduce, welcome to Taco the Town, Sarah Tuttle, actress, voiceover artist, model, 
What else? What else, Sarah? Um, mom. <laughs> mom. <laughs> and I own a company that's an environmental company CEO, that keeps me really busy. Mom. CEO. Oh yeah, I, what's your company? EcoSafe Environmental Services that keeps me very busy. And we're at a very eco-friendly festival yes, here today. Which I really like. I would, yeah, I like to think of myself as an environmental activist and also a yoga teacher and gardener. And I like to, you know, eat food, sleep, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> All right. So we first met years ago. You appeared in a few of my films. Mm. Your title was a space witch in the film. Uh, you were in the film Brothers Krong, Yeti, and you played a space witch. Yeah. <laughs> Take us back to there. Um, what were your thoughts of How playing? did you prepare for that role? Yeah. What was it like working with Dave in that role, in that capacity, as a space switch? I have to say, before I take on any role, I have to really get grounded and settled in myself, in my body. I, I like to close my eyes and envision, uh, hold space for that character. So I close my eyes, I ground down, and the energy that I feel, it resonates with me, but what I'm doing is I'm, I'm holding this vision for how I expect the character to be, and I manifest that character in any way or light that I can. And so to prepare for Debbie, I really rooted down into this beautiful oh, um, uh, what are we, we're talking about the space witch <laughs> oh and for the space witch how did we per, how did sorry, you sorry all I can think about is Debbie uh, isn't it true the that space you, witch actually yeah do you that lived, was really fun you lived about a year as a space witch is that correct before we filmed the role well yes and no uh, it was about 11 months actually okay, okay. Um, but I I tried to imagine what space witches would eat right and how they would you know, just take care of themselves and who they would talk to and how they would talk to them. So I, it was really about just becoming a space witch. And in the movie, aren't space witches allergic to potatoes? Oh, yes. Isn't Actually, you can't have any potatoes. Oh, no. Yeah. In fact, I still don't like potatoes because after of, that yeah. role. Yeah. Well, then years later, after that movie was a rousing success, you were cast in another film uh, of mine. And Chris, you were the editor of this film. Sincerely a powerful performance. <laughs> I, I mean it. That Dale's was a Still great Dead. The movie Dale's Still Dead. We're just a little homemade film. What a You can find it cast. on... <laughs> is it still job. on uh, YouTube? It's on the YouTube... It's under, it is it wish. under Lotus Pool Records or Films? It's under Lotus Pool, yeah, Filmmakers. And Sarah, you played Debbie Jenkins. Yes, that's right. The main character's long-lost high school love. It was. It's about a small Kansas town. And you played Debbie Jenkins, who worked down at Teeter's Bar. Mm. Mm-hmm. And his long-lost love. The hussy Debbie Jenkins. Yeah, right? I mean, you know. She, I think she had a heart of gold. Or how did you approach Debbie Jenkins' character? You know, for me, Debbie, she really gave it her all. I mean, everything, she was passionate. Everything she did, it it was out of love. I mean, it was a heart of gold for sure. I mean, sometimes even when I, I still wake up, I, I wake up and I have to bring myself back to reality. I'm not really Debbie anymore. <laughs> and, you know. You're like, why am I not wearing Alan's jersey? I actually still have Alan's jersey. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was, you know, my keepsake. Your your character goes from being very meek and just happy to see Alan again in the film and then you kind of do a 180 and you 
or is it a 360? Mm. Which one would it be? I think it's a 180, 180. but I'll say it's not an awkward transition. No. The, again, back to, I sincerely, the performance is fantastic. Thank you do you. a really nice sort of, <laughs> like Debbie's this, think, you think that's the answer for Alan, but then there's that scene where Debbie kind of loses it. And, and you say, you see just how much she really missed Alan when you think it's Alan that really missed Debbie, but it's Debbie was secretly, you know, or how did, how did you feel on. about that scene? Um, you know, Alan was magical and the closer I got to him, the more I wanted him. <laughs> and so, I mean, I think that just says it all. I mean, yeah, just, I think you broke through th right there. That's that's exactly what we were going for. Yeah. Now I know why the performance was so good. <laughs> now, uh, you have some very famous lines delivered to you in that movie, and you also deliver some some good lines. Uh, one of my favorite lines is when you say, I'm just trying to, trying to make, what does she say when she's uh, back at Teeter's? She says, I'm just trying to make good. I'm down at Teeter's bartending. I'm just trying to make good. I'm just trying to do what I can to get by every day. Yeah. I'm just a girl. She talks about being a dancer in her past. She's oh, like, yeah, I was dancing. You know dancing. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> I thought that yeah, was a nice I mean, when no one's looking, I'm still dancing. <laughs> that was a great role, and um, I am currently writing the, the third Dale is Dead trilogy film, and I'd love to have you back. I would love to, play Debbie, love to come back. To see where I her journey. I love working with you, Debbie Dave. I love working with you. <laughs> It's it's a match made in heaven. We we light up the silver screen. I'd say. I'd, I'd have to say yes. We do. I uh, think that there's there's a, a big future for us oh as yeah. collaborators. I think so. That was a legit great movie. I mean, as as uh, gorilla as it was shot, the performances were fantastic. I thought the whole cast was tremendous. But it was well casted. You did Good a great job. job. Thank you. An awesome job. Thank you. Okay, so Sarah. Um, there is no taco here for us to review today. The taco truck is somewhere broken down somewhere. Mm. Nobody knows where it is. But I need to know, what's your personal taco history? Do, do you like tacos? Oh, um, I do. I love tacos. Um, my favorite tacos across the board, no matter where I go, are the al pastors. So I say, tres al pastor, por favor. And I get exactly what I want. I like to dress it with lime. A lot of lime, no, a so, lot of lime. So you like lime, not salsa, or do you put a little both? Maybe it depends on how well the the pastor is marinated, how it tastes. Um, I like a little, like a, a light uh, salsa verde. Maybe that's just like slightly spicy. It just depends. Um, yeah, but I, and I need a lot of cilantro, cilantro and lime, and that's really all I need. Maybe some onions, of you know. So you're so, pro cilantro. Oh yeah. Yes. So I El do Pastor, like... does that mean the priests in Spanish? Mm. What does El Pastor stand for? Yeah, so the priests, they they will, um, you know. They bless do, the they taco. Do That's blessings. why they call it El Pastor. Yes. Uh, but it's, it's pork. And, oh, it's pork. And it's marinated a certain way. And they have it on like the stick, kind of like when you go and get like gyro meat. Like it kind of looks like yeah. that. And they shave it off. And it's like, really? I mean, I'm a, at least where I've gone and seen it, in front of me, that's what they do. Maybe it's prepared different ways. What's your favorite taco spot in town? Do you have some go-tos? You know, I, I did the whole like um, envisioning I needed a taco on this lunch break I was about to have. I'm like, oh gosh, I wish I, there was some really good tacos. I was over at um, over off Independence um, Avenue, Boulevard Avenue, Avenue, and Gladstone Boulevard. And this there's this little grocery store 
and someone said, oh, there's there's some tacos in there. I'm like, okay, let's let's see. So um, San Antonio, oh, yeah. San Antonio's, they they have the best tacos. It's wonderful. So, and they have two locations. I haven't been to the one on Kansas State, but I went to the one in this little grocery store and it was amazing. In fact, um, I was working over at the Kansas City Museum for EcoSafe and, and so every for like three months, like at least twice a week, I was going and getting these tacos and inviting everybody. And everyone's like, what? In a grocery store? Well worth it. One of the best spots in One town. One of the best places. Yeah. In Kansas City. Growing up, did you grow up in Casey? Yeah, I, I, I did. I grew up north of the river here and um, didn't make it south of the river very often until, you know, I escaped my house and stole my mom's car. <laughs> um, That's cool. Um, so, so <laughs> wait, did you just say you grew up in the Northland? Yeah, I did grow up in the Northland. Whereabouts? Gladstone. I went to Oak Park High School oh, and right yeah, and then I went to Park University. That's where I graduated from. And I live in Parkville. Oh, and I love Parkville. Yeah, I've lived in Parkville as well. <laughs> so we're in Riverside. Do you have any good Riverside stories? Uh, just getting lots of fireworks over the years. Dangerous um, Dan's. Is that his name? Dangerous Dan's. His name was Dishonest Dis- Don. Dishonest Don. <laughs> And then his his the guy he competed with was Honest John, but Honest John was a liar, so I went to Dishonest Don. They're usually set up around here, aren't they? Oh, I yeah, know exactly what you're talking about. Over yes. Over here. But um, this party is started. The first time up. I was really spending much time in Riverside, there used to be an an a, um comedy dinner theater um company and so i i came to riverside and we'd, we'd practice here and to do um just improv pretty much dinner dinner theater and then we'd go to different places and perform with like like corporations would would hire us and we'd you know give give their key people scripts and that was kind of fun. <laughs> Do you have any Red X stories? Riverside is famous know, for its right? Red X. I should. Um, Do you ever go there? I mean, I have one that's incriminating. Oh, oh yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's hear it. Did you steal some liquor? No. Liquor bottles? No, no, no. Oh. But Did I you had a fake ID. An eyeball at no, the but I had, I had a fake ID that was a real fake ID. That I was 18, and first time I ever bought alcohol with my fake ID was, was at Red X. Riverside Red X. Wait, nice. It was a real fake ID. What yeah, does that mean? I went to the DMV. They took my picture. I know. This is before oh, they had get the digital one. Uh, there was someone who owed me money. <laughs> Oh my God, this is incriminating. <laughs> All right, wait and a minute. And that person's social security number is? <laughs> I actually, at the DMV, when I went back years later and they switched over to digital, they made me sign something that I was no longer in possession. I didn't get in trouble. They know it's officially no fines. Sir, no, I nothing. had no idea that I know, had right? this kind of past. Yeah, I was not never even really a big drinker. It just, you know. There has to be some darkness in you. That's how you pull that out of your performances, <laughs> right? You have to draw down on the darkness. I like to have lots of experiences in my life, actually, because you never know what you're going to have to draw from. Right. right? Exactly. So, this is just, it's just what you do. You do it for your job. Yeah, I mean, I have lots of incriminating stories that I won't share now. I also have really good, like, you know, St. Teresa, Mother Teresa, that's what I meant, kind of stories, I suppose. Same difference. Mother Same difference. Teresa, St. Teresa. <laughs> she is a saint. Mother Teresa, Saint, who knows? <laughs> Chris, do you have any Red X stories? I know you've lived close to Red X a lot. Do you ever go over there and get your jumbo grape pop or anything? I go... <laughs> <laughs> We bought a lot of the uh, props for 
Tisu Malarooks, the video we did um, at Red X. Uh, that's where I bought all those generic pop stuff. But um, yeah. I remember the eyeballs, the case of eyeballs. Have you ever gone to the the uh, museum at the Red X? I had no idea. Was oh a yeah, there's like a whole museum there. There's like a lot of Remington statues, and it has eyeballs. And there's a case of fake eyeballs, glass eyeballs. Wow. I don't know if I've been back since I was underage. But and you kind of got to go back in the back to see the really weird stuff, don't you? You know, when we were when we were underage, we used to go to this town called Cicero in Chicago, and most of the um, uh, business owners were Hispanic. So we would walk into this liquor store where the owners didn't know English, and we would buy beer. And when they would ask for my ID, I'd be like, "No habla español." Uh, you know, sorry, I don't know what you're saying. And then they would just be like, they'd get frustrated and finally just sell it to us and off we go. <laughs> nice. That was my trick. That's great. Riverside um, Red X is also famous, or the Red X area. There used to be a horse track right there. Correct. And it's where Tom Pendergast used yes, to right. um, go to all the horse races mm -hmm. and yep. make money. And uh, it was made famous in the film The Sting was supposedly based on that racetrack in Riverside. So yep, a little bit of history little, right little there bit of right here in Missouri. A little bit of Riverside history there on Taco the Town. All right, Sarah. So you have a very interesting story that I thought would be a great podcast story for our listeners. In addition to being in my award-winning films, you've also worked and done, would just call it body double work? In feature films. Yeah, union yeah. films. Yeah. <laughs> so when was this? What year was Up in the Air fil filmed? Um, was that 2006? 2004? 2009. 2009. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it was so up April in the air. 7th, 2009. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was right. So that Up in the Air, Jason Reitman directed it, starring George Clooney. And who's the actress? Vera Farmiga. Vera Farmiga. And they needed a body double. They shot it in St. Louis, some of it in St. Louis and Nebraska. And they needed a body double for Vera mm -hmm. because for, for a nude scene. Yes. Or a semi-nude scene. And they yes. reached out to the agency I work at, and um, you like matched her height, her skin tone, her hair, and you were perfect for the body double. And you came in. <laughs> I mean, you can talk about the process. Um, this is what I remember. You came in, you were perfect for it, and I was like, you know what? She's gonna book this, and you booked it. You booked the body double. I did for Vera Farmiga. I did. I know, and there was a little bit more more to it. So I came in for the initial audition that you helped with and then and then you said okay they're going with um with with you and two others um for the for the second audition and you have to go out to st louis and and i think they even paid me to go out to st louis yeah. maybe i can't remember and then um but so and i took my mom with me because she was like oh i might get to meet george clooney or very from you that would be awesome so my mom and i traveled out to st louis um, and we got there, and and they they had there was two hotel rooms, adjoining hotel rooms, and there was a casting director, and there was uh, three of us, three of the uh, women that were auditioning for this part, and they took in took us in one at a time. So went over um, when it was my turn, 
I went in. There was uh, Jason Reitman, and there was a, I think, a, a assistant director, maybe, and a producer, and then there was their makeup guy, and they had me just do the scene. Like, so the scene was walking across the room naked and climbing on the bed and then laying down, and that was that was it. But when I walked into the room. I should preface it first with the person who went before me. When she when she came back into the room and she was like just glowing and she's like, oh man, that was, oh, sorry ladies, like I got it, you know. Is George and, Clooney in the bed and, when you lay down in the practice or not? No, no, he okay. wasn't, he, he was not there at all. And Vera Farmiga wasn't there. They were actually shooting um, another, like in St. Louis at another little location from where we were. So they were still filming and, and I'll get to that part because I got to go and, um, and, and watch a little bit, but but so did my did my my part and the, they like ran up to me they're like looking at my skin they're like oh my goodness are you Slavic and I said yeah I am I am Czech and the makeup guy was like oh my you know oh actually I think it was Jason Reitman said said yeah um, Vera Farmiga is also Slavic yeah you, you look so much like her and I just knew I knew the way they were all just ooing and eyeing over my skin. I was like, no one's ever done that before. Oh, I think I was made for this. Okay. And so did the part and I went back into the hotel room and I was just real, just real humble about it. Just didn't say anything. Just, I was like, oh, I kind of felt bad for the other girls. Like, oh, I know I got this. The other girl went in and then they came back and said, okay, well, we're going to go with you too. Now we're going to go over here. And we're going to meet with the, the hair people. And, um, and yeah, so my mom and I, we, we went over and then when the hair ladies came over, they just didn't even look at the other girl. They just went straight for me. And that girl, other girl was not happy. She was PO'd because um, they just completely like ignored her. And then, and then they took me to the makeup uh, trailer even and they were like practicing stuff on me. And they said, what can we do with your hair? And, and this is just the audition part still, yeah. right? And I said, you can do anything you want with my hair. You can cut it if you want. What, what, you know, make me look like Vera for me again. Fine. So that was that part. And then, and I knew, I just knew I got it. And then pretty much, yeah, before I left, they're like, yeah, you, you got it. It's, it's you. I was like, awesome. So then went home and had to tell my boyfriend who at the time, was, well, now my husband, but at the time, my boyfriend. And he's like, I knew you were going to get it. Like, not excited. <laughs> I was like, it's okay, honey. He didn't want you acting. He didn't want me to be Clooney. naked. <laughs> naked with Clooney. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a boyfriend nightmare right there. I guess. I mean, he's he should older have been, he and should shorter. He should have been supporting you in this. He should have been supporting I you know. in acting. Well, right. So <laughs> and he's like, no, everyone's going to know. And anyway, so whatever. It was. He got over it. But uh, down, the, down the road. Sorry, honey, if you're listening. Um, so... So then I, so then we we went back out to actually film it, and my husband boyfriend at the time went with me, but he wasn't on set. So first of all, they, they you know get my hair all done, and, and I meet Vera Farmiga and talk to her a little bit, and it was just so cool. Like the whole experience was was I was like I really this is what I should be doing with my life. I should be a famous actress. Why didn't I think of this before? <laughs> yeah. So filming it was pretty cool. I was naked with pasties and. Uh, but I felt comfortable enough, like, you know, whatever. It's the body that, you know, I was born with, kind of. <laughs> How many uh, takes did you do of that scene? I think they maybe did four or five takes. It wasn't a lot. Um, it's just you so walking it completely in and naked. They actually, Right. They tied a, 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 um, a tie around my, looks like a, a man's necktie around my oh, waist. Yeah. yeah. And they had me walk across the room, all seductive like, climb up on this bed and lay down. And then George Clooney was lying right there, actually on weirdly. Oh, he's on the oddly, floor. On the floor. Yeah. But he, he too was naked. He had a little like hand towel over his 
um, Nutter regions, uh-huh. and there was like just enough hair to make you go, oh, yeah, he's naked down there. <laughs> um, but it was fun. So Clooney was naked too. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and it was just it was real casual, and I I was trying to I was trying to be so professional, and I wish I would have got that selfie with him. And my, wasn't your mom? Didn't your mom? Wasn't she upset that you didn't try to like flirt with him and like marry date, him? date him and marry him? <laughs> yes, actually, a little bit. I mean, we all love, you know, love my my husband, <laughs> of course. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Um, but yeah, no, of course, yeah. But you know, he's he's older. He's like exactly twenty years older than me. So there's that. And I'm just not. Into, this is when he was still single, right? And he was still single yeah. at the time, right? And then he married that. You know, whatever beautiful Spanish lady was Spanish. I don't know. Um, and you were saying, how much small talk did you get to do with? Oh, with right. Clooney? So yeah, so I did get to talk to him, and and I was like prepared to talk about his non for profit that he does with his dad in Africa, and I was like really like I'd studied up on it, and I was going to have this really intellectual conversation with him. It was going to be meaningful and in depth, and you know, I was going to leave this like impact on him, and maybe he'd want me in future films. However, I guess when you're in the industry, there's industry gossip, and he was really more interested in talking about other actors, which, you know, okay, fine. It's George Clooney. Let him talk about whatever he wants to talk about. Um, and so he was telling, I was telling him, I'm from Kansas City. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, who else is from Kansas City? Let me think. I'm like, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is from Kansas City. I love Paul Rudd. I actually love Paul Rudd even more than George Clooney. <laughs> um, Oh yeah, Don Cheadle. He's he's friends with Don Cheadle. Maybe he thought was thinking of Don Cheadle because he's from Kansas City. Because he's 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 buddies with Don Cheadle, right? Because he's in the Oceans movies. The Oceans movies. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, but yeah. So he was telling me he's like, you know, Paul Rudd's actually older than he looks. Yeah, and and then and then somehow we started talking about Ashley Judd. I didn't I didn't bring her up, and he's like, yeah, and Ashley Judd, she's just not doing anything anymore. But actually she is, because after that, every time I see her in something, I'm like, George Clooney, you are wrong. She is very active. So he was just gossip. He was just just a gossip. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Vera Farmiga didn't really want me to be her body double, sadly. I mean, I think she she was really polite, really nice, but but she told me that is because she just had a baby, and so Jason Reitman was being protective, and and, and so they shot her scene as well. She but. really wanted to do the scene, so they went ahead and shot it, and that they still went with mine. And the really cool thing of all of this, one of the best parts, is that when it was up for um, Academy Award, the scene that they showed was me. They showed me on the screen in front of everybody. I was like, ah. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, they're showing my... It wasn't your butt. actual butt. It was me, my actual butt. They, they showed your butt on the Academy Awards? Walking across the screen? Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't know the Academy Awards showed Didn't showed they show me? They showed, maybe they showed... Oh, you know what? Maybe what they showed sh- me was, your back. Was, was my back and my shoulder. That's yeah. what it was on the bed. No, okay. It wasn't maybe my it butt. Was your You're butt. right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I was going to say, if your head, butt was, was on the scene. Academy Awards, that's awesome. <laughs> Okay, but it was me (laughs) on the Academy Awards, and that was awesome. Well, that, I love that story. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but the awkward part about all of this is that my family was so excited that I was in a George Clooney film that they all wanted to go see it with me for the first time. And they knew it it was going to be your butt, They knew I was a body double. I'm sure they knew I was a butt double. I'm pretty sure they knew. So my dad, my stepdad, my mom two of my nephews, my now husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, uh, we all went to see it and it was, it was all great until 
there was side boob and I was so embarrassed and for some reason side boob really got to me it was like oh they were telling cool. me there would be side boob you were okay with them seeing your butt but the side yeah, but you didn't want them to see the side okay. boob <laughs> <laughs> and you said your nephews were there too yes those oh, poor wow. kids I mean yeah and they're like you know let's see how long how, how long ago was this this is 10 years ago so they were like high schoolers <laughs> so awkward ah <laughs> uh, Sorry. So, everybody, go uh, <laughs> go rent you a copy of uh, Up in the Air. Up in the Air. I still get residuals. See Bring Sarah in the Tuttle's money. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for telling that story. Yeah. Thank you. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Have you ever had a paranormal encounter? Have you ever seen anything that you could not explain? Hello, my name is Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And these are the questions we ask every week alongside our trusty producer, Riley Bray, on the Bigfoot Collectors Club podcast. Every week we interview a celebrity guest about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness featuring monsters, cryptids, and UFOs. Want to hear Craig Ferguson's take on the Loch Ness Monster? Or what crazy ex-girlfriend's Rachel Bloom thinks about a mysterious concrete castle built in Florida by a lovesick inventor? Like a haunted house or a forest at night, our conversations are always fun and unpredictable. So check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, keep your eyes on the skies. We are back here at Loud and Local with Sarah Tuttle, our guest. Sarah, the taco truck has still not arrived, but you brought us street taco organic gluten-free lundberg family farms street taco chips yes they are bold bites oh they're called bold bites well, no, i mean they just are they're bold, bold yes bites. organic <laughs> bite-sized tortilla chips so we're going to do our taco review let's put these street taco flavored chips to the test yeah let's do it you hear the bag opening Good job. Oh, that was Thank good. You. Nice bag. Yellow. It's a yellow bag. Okay. See? Okay, here we go. Sarah's pulling out a chip. That's just a part of a chip. Uh, just part of a chip. Okay, I've got one. Uh, Chris. These small. are nice, small. They're, they're bite-sized. But they're bold. They're bold, though. First observation, small chip. Small chip. It's got a nice texture. Here we go. Okay, we Very bowl. complex. Mm, yeah. I'm tasting the organicness. I almost taste meat, like a nice marinated ground beef. I just got that, too. Yeah, it's like it has to mix with the saliva in your mouth to make the meat taste. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can, I can, I can envision that. Like greasy, marinated. It's happening now. Meat. It's happening. It takes in my a while mouth. for the taste, mm. the taco Here, taste. It's kind of like when you saute meat in a pan. It gets that juice in it. That's what it tastes like. Yeah, it takes a little while, but something does happen. I don't taste any tomato on this taco. I do taste some cilantro. Do you taste the cilantro in this chip? A hint of cilantro and a hint of lime. I, I just tasted the lime, yeah. Mm -hmm. There is like a meat powder or something. In it. Is this it. powdered meat that's on it? It's kind of powdered at the texture. But are they vegan? These aren't bad. <laughs> are these vegan? It doesn't say. It does say that it has huge flavor. That's true. Little bites, huge flavor. They're not lying. Oh, this is supposed to taste like you're having a street taco. I, I'd say that's pretty successful. Yeah. Does yeah. so it taste like a street taco to you guys? It does. Yeah. And the, the, the cumin, cumin for some, cumin for others, it's... I'm tasting that. Oh, the chipotle pepper and jalapeno powder. That's where that little bit of spice and that unique flavor is coming from, I think. 
and, def- and cilantro extract That's and lime oil. There you go. So Lundberg Family Farms organic street taco chips. Gluten-free and organic. Okay, uh, one out of five golden tacos. What would you give these uh, street taco chips? You know, if I had a little sour cream to dip them in or, or some uh, guacamole, I would say, what is it? What, what's the score? Five out of like uh, five being best. Um, I'm gonna go with four out of five. Add some guacamole and some ranch, or no, not ranch. Yeah, uh, I mean, sour cream. Yeah. My mom used to make like a poor man's dip, where she'd take sour cream and she'd pour um, garlic salt in it and mix it up. These and some garlic salted sour cream dip would be really good. What would you give it? What? I'd do a four. You do a four? Do a four out of five. What about you? Give it a three point eight out of five golden okay. tacos. Okay. It it did it did taste I tasted the lime. It I could I could get I got a street taco vibe out of it for sure. I I personally I mean I know they they show pictures of jalapenos and stuff. I could take this the spice down just a little bit. Okay. So that I could maybe taste some of the other flavors easier. I agree. It's a little too bold, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you're right. The advertising is bold bites. I bet a lot of people would really enjoy that. I like a little more subtlety um, with my spice. It's the perfect treat to have at a festival, a music festival, where a taco truck doesn't show up. Mm. It's like, oh, but I've got these street taco chips right here in my (laughs) pouch, in my pouch that I have. Okay, Sarah, here on the show, we like to get your in-depth taco opinions. Mm -hmm. This is called Taco Topics. Would you like to answer some Taco Topic questions for us? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Question number one. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? The one thing. I want there to be some lettuce. <laughs> you do want lettuce. Oh, wow. Pro lettuce. Except well, except for when I have my Alpa stores. Then I really want lime. What about cilantro? And cilantro, but I, I, I don't like them if I don't have lime. I would be okay if I didn't have the cilantro. I won't be okay if I don't have the lime. But I also, I need some greens. You got to have lettuce, huh? Yeah. Some kind of Maybe green. Maybe even on a bed of lettuce. It would be fine. Oh, there you go. You know, a bed of lettuce. I like that. Then I feel like I'm eating healthier. Yeah. Even if I don't eat it. If I just look at it, it's there. Uh, people looking at me eating will think I'm eating healthy. Right. Do you think that it's more comfortable for the taco to be laying on a bed of lettuce? Oh, it has to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's especially because it gets it gets it up off the plate just enough that if all that if there's grease or anything wet, it's not going to just sit there and then get soggy and fall out its bottom. Yeah. It's like the baby Jesus in the manger. Exactly. Oh, like yeah. a baby taco on lettuce. A taco manger, a lettuce manger. Lettuce yeah. manger. Swaddling lettuce for the taco. Okay, Sarah, soft shell or hard shell tacos? What do you prefer? Hard shell. You're hard shell, but you love authentic tacos, so you like the soft as well. Actually, I love, I, wait, so I like soft tacos, yes, but for some reason, right now, hard shell sounds great. Okay. Hot or mild? But I like corn. I like corn over flour. I prefer okay. soft corn. For tr- yeah, that's, that's that, my... Okay, so take back my first answer. I want soft corn. 
Sorry, did you say softcore porn? I can't hear over the... No, no, no. Softcore porn. Corn. Tortilla. I also like that. You prefer soft? You prefer... I prefer soft over Like red shoes, red shoes, diaries. You're more of a Cinemax than a... Yeah, actually HBO. Oh, you're more of the HBO. Yeah, yeah. There's some pretty good scenes on HBO I like, sure. Gentleman Jack actually has some pretty good scenes. Oh, really? Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah, very, not, not a lot, but there's some, Outlander has the best scenes. Oh, really? But that's Did on Stars. Highlander? Outlander. Oh, Outlander. Mm. Yes, Outlander. That's what I meant, too. Yeah. That's yeah. what my wife, she went to uh, Scotland recently, and I said, don't be putting your hands on those stones. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get herself a big Scottish dude in the 1700s or whatever. Oh, man, I that's the just, first thing I'm doing when I go I to Scotland. I just imagine her like, I got to get out of the stairs. She has a stone with her. She has to have some kind of like gemstone with her, right? So she can pass through the stones. Oh, yeah. I'm doing it. Okay, Sarah, hot or mild salsa mild cilantro pro or no cilantro always cilantro if you're not eating tacos what's the one thing you eat the most of what do you eat as much as i eat tacos (laughs) i really love meatloaf because i can eat it multiple times in a week if i you know if, if there's leftovers and i love a good meatloaf sandwich I love meatloaf. Do you like the musical artist meatloaf? Oh, I do, actually. Do you want to sing any meatloaf Sure, with me? yeah. <laughs> I want you, I need you, but there ain't no way I'm ever gonna love you. Now don't be sad, <laughs> two out of three ain't bad. Oh, that was good. Thank you. So, I, I really I really like um, Do you love me? Will you love me forever? Do you need me? Will you never leave me? Will you make, make me so happy, happy for the rest of my life? Will you take me away? Will you make me away? I gotta know right now Before we go any further Do you love me? Will you love me forever? That's a good one oh, Let me think on it <laughs> Right. Thanks, thank you. <laughs> well, I would do anything for love. Yes, I would do anything for love. But I won't do that. <laughs> Ooh, that was really good. Do you have a... You really do, you like, do like meatloaf. Do you like ketchup on your meatloaf? I do, and yeah, on I my do. carrots. On oh, well, only when I'm eating meatloaf or pot roast, do, but then I like... Coach carrots with a little bit of ketchup. It's I know it's strange. No, I love it. so good. It is. Yeah. So you you really like ketchup as a condiment, huh? No, actually. Oh, you don't. <laughs> Only on my meatloaf and my roast. Just with the meatloaf <laughs> and roast. Yeah, no, actually, I'm not otherwise a huge fan of ketchup. Unless I'm having, like, a greasy cheeseburger. It has to have ketchup on it and mayonnaise and onion and all this stuff. But this isn't about cheeseburgers. It's about tacos. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking you should start a meatloaf podcast. Ooh. Just an idea. Yeah. yeah. A loaf of meat. Yeah. By Sarah. <laughs> all right. Do you think Kansas City is a good taco town? I do, actually. And, and I don't think I realized it until Taco the Town came out because... I mean, you kind of find what you like, you know, and you go to those places like, you know, if you go down on um, Southwest Boulevard, there's lots of Mexican restaurants, um, you know, certain places in town. But who knew there were so many? So many. Yeah. It's a great taco town.
Have you ever visited any other good taco towns? Do you have any favorite taco memories from other cities that you visited? Um, in Boulder, there's a really good taco place in Boulder. I don't remember the name of it, uh, but it's like it's like on their Pilar Pearl Street is what it's called, and it's tucked in there. I don't know. It's it's like a healthy, healthy taco, happy Pearl taco Street place. health tacos. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Is there a lot of Mork and Mindy memorabilia in, in Boulder everywhere you go? Oh, that's, that's a where good they question. I've never noticed that. I love Mork I've always and wanted Mindy. to go there just Jeeps. because that's where they shot oh. Mork and Mindy. Oh, you've never been to Boulder? No, I don't oh, think so. Oh, man, you should go. And then while you're there, go up Canyon Drive to Netherland. That's like my favorite Colorado town. Really? Mm-hmm. I love it. It's sweet and has a great pizza place. They sweet. don't have a good taco place that I know of. Hmm. Maybe they need a taco place. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? Would you ever turn down tacos? I know you know, you- if I have, if, if I do get a hard shell and it's just really, really hard and like, like not thin enough. Like if I have a crispy taco, I want it to be like margaritas tacos where they're like super thin. Yeah. Like they're crispy tacos. A little greasy. But they're greasy. Yeah. yeah. And they're, it's like, oh, that's nice. Um, you know, I, I think maybe there's been times where I've ordered tacos and you know maybe fish tacos and it didn't quite smell right you know something like that and you're like hmm not for me when you get a bad taco do you i tend to fling it off the plate <laughs> or slap it away do you dump yours how, how do you deal with a bad taco i asked to see the chef okay yeah and then you don't i put slap it, it off your plate i just i just throw it, it toward him face. yeah i'm like what is this <laughs> Smell you it. should be ashamed. <laughs> Do you smell this? Do you smell that? What is it? Kind of like a dog that has gone bathroom in a spot. You make them spell, smell the spot. <laughs> you make them I mean, sp- I personally wouldn't do that to a dog. Oh, you okay. know. Is that bad? <gasps> well, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. Do you, I don't know. Do you have any taco phobias <laughs> or taco no-nos? Hmm. Something that will turn you off from a taco. When the shell's too hard? When the shell is too hard, yeah, or the lettuce is like wilty, or yeah. they're out of lime. Psh, what? Yeah. Ever? No. Yeah, I don't Other know. Than it just, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's pretty much. It. I I do really like tacos, so it's hard to turn away a taco. Right. And if I'm hungry enough, I will eat almost anything. And if it's free, I. Like I love it, so you know I love free food. Would your perfect taco be a meatloaf taco? Oh my god, I've never had a meatloaf taco. I've never even thought about that. Yes. Like have sl- you ever come across a meatloaf taco? I think we've done barbecue tacos. Might have. Might have. Taco like beer. a slice of meatloaf inside a tortilla or a corn shell. That'd be mm. that'd be your dream taco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think I would I would jazz it up a little bit differently. I probably put some arugula and maybe make a, a nice little aioli to go with it. Just a drizzle of aioli and, oh my gosh, and some really avocado. Good. I love the word drizzle of aioli. That's a good. <laughs> that's a, it's good, a good thing to do with aioli. Drizzle yeah. it. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> okay, Sarah. This is the speed round. Uh, okay. These are different taco types. I okay. just want to know yay or nay okay. on them. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Here we go. Taco pizza. Nay. Taco salad. Yay. Taco burgers. Nay. Taco dogs. Nay. Miniature tiny tacos. Yay. Choco tacos. Choco tacos? Yay. It's a dessert. Oh, treat. yay. Yeah. Breakfast tacos? Yay. Walking tacos. But not talking, just walking? Just walking. Yay. Taquitos? Mm, yeah, nay, nay. 
You don't like taquitos? I don't think so. The shape or the hardness of the shell? Do you know what taquitos are? Oh, maybe I don't know what it is. They're kind of like little finger tacos. They're they're skinny. They're they're skinny rolls. Okay, then we'll say yeah, because if I like mini tacos, then I would like these, right? Okay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast, a chipotle chicken taco. What is it called? A naked chicken chalupa from Taco Bell. Oh, nay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg from Taco Bell. Uh, Nothing from Taco Bell. Nay, nay, nay. Tacos served with french fries and nacho cheese. Nacho fries. Oh, nay. I don't like fries. So you're anti-Taco Bell. Well, it's potatoes and, you know, hmm, the whole thing with potatoes. Oh, yeah. I am still at heart. Space Space Witch. Witch. Yeah. Can't, space witches cannot eat potatoes. No way. Here's a good one. What's your favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to eat tacos? Ray Lamontang's Jolene. Oh, can you sing a little bit of that for us? No. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know that song, Chris? Which song is that, Dave? Jolene. Jolene. I know. Jolene or Jolene? Oh, Jolene. Jolene. Can you sing it for us? Jolene, 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 Jolene. Please don't you take away my man or something like that, right? Please don't go and take away my man. My tacos. Oh, Oh, yes. And someone else did a cover of it, and I'm thinking of a female. It's Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah. She's original. She's the one who originally did it. She wrote it, yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's right. Okay, so another one. I love all Jack Johnson, and I listen to Jack Johnson a lot. I could I could rock out some Jack Johnson uh, or uh, Julia Othmer. She's from town, but she's got a few songs. I used to listen to her all the time, bought her CDs. They would also be good to listen to while eating tacos. Well, I think our time here is almost done. This band is about to start and we're going to blow our speakers out. So um, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for I'm having so me. I'm so sorry the taco truck did not show up. Up, but, okay. but thank you for saving the day I feel and bringing like the these chips. The essence of tacos is all around you, <laughs> and always. I'm just like absorbing it. You it's know? always here. <laughs> exactly. We got a lot of taco stuff accomplished without eating real tacos today. Well, Sarah, do you have, um, where can people find you on, uh, do you have Instagram or Twitter? Oh, yeah, I do. I have Instagram, uh, I don't know, Sarah Tuttle, sure, maybe, I don't know. And then I, yeah, and on Facebook, I don't know, an ecosafekc.com, and I don't know. And if you're on YouTube, be sure to look up Dale's Still Dead to watch Sarah's, and I think the Brothers Krong movie where you play the Space Witch is on YouTube as well. So check those out to check out Sarah's performance. Thank you very much. Thanks for being on the show. (laughs) All right, that's it for our Loud and Local on location episode. We want to thank Loud and Local for having us out today. We got to review some taco chips, and that's okay with me. Nobody knows where the taco truck is, but we hope they're okay. We hope everything's okay with them, uh, and they're not in a ditch somewhere. Uh, remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi. Thanks to the band Sun Eaters, who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. Thanks again to all of our guests who joined us here on our Loud and Local episode. And until next time, go, go eat, eat some, some tacos! tacos. Woo!